So 2 Corinthians chapter 10 this morning, we'll just get right into the service. I had promised some folks that I would uh, live stream those children singing the B-I-B-L-E. Songs are a comfort to people, and especially for grandparents, and so uh, that's, that's good. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, now we've been in a series of messages, of course, sound doctrine, but then we got on to bound and now we are talking about some roadblocks along the journey some things that can hinder your Christian growth and uh, hopefully you're still familiar with uh, I had kind of made seven levels in the Christian life something that you can chart your growth where you're at in the Christian life you got room uh, for improvement we all have uh, things that we need to do to grow uh, and that's how you can make sure you're not backsliding but now this is part two on strongholds remember the week before I preached on what is a stronghold but this week I want to help us how to identify a stronghold how do I know I have a demonic stronghold in my life. It's a place where the devil has been allowed a place. The Bible tells us there in Ephesians 4 verse 27, neither give place to the devil. We should never give the devil one inch of ground to work from in our lives. We also seen that there in Acts 5 that the devil had introduced a thought in to Ananias and Sapphira. Remember that? And they begin to lie. So lying, we was able to identify, lying is a stronghold. Sometimes people get into lying and lying. Anytime you're dealing with lying and parents, grandparents, I would not allow children to get away with lying. Confront that. You do not want that uh, to get worse. Lying the Bible says that Satan is the father of all lies. And what happens when someone gives themselves to lying or uh, things that are not true or twisting facts and changing the context of things, that the devil is the father of that. They're spending a little too much time around the wrong spiritual influence. And so lying in your home should come with severe penalties. Uh, my, my father, my pappy, always used to tell, tell me, and he got it from the Bible, if a man will lie, he'll steal. If a man will lie and steal, he will kill. That's a progress, and that's the way it happens. All right, let's read here in verse 1. It says, Now I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent and bold towards you. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Now here's our verses. For we are for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let us pray. Our gracious Father, we come. We thank you now. Lord, help us today. 
Help us be able to identify strongholds that we might have in our lives. And then, Lord, help us to come back uh, in the weeks to come to learn how to destroy demonic strongholds. But help us today in the message in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So here we have the second message on, and I'm calling them demonic strongholds. As the more I study this, this is definitely something that the devil, he implants that thought, and, and, and I referred to it as we cannot control the thoughts that come flying through our mind. They're like birds, but we can keep those birds of thought from building a nest. You would never uh, allow the wrong type of thoughts to take root and to begin to build a nest in your mind because it's a place that Satan can launch an attack into your life, but it is also a, a place where Satan will take you captive. And you'll find that people will run to these strongholds. A demonic stronghold will shield you from the light of the Word of God. And, and, and you say, man, I don't believe that. Well, the Bible there in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 says that Satan has blinded the minds of men to the light of the glorious gospel. And there's many people that are held in demonic strongholds and they just won't come to the light of the glorious gospel. But the opposite is also true. That when you run to the stronghold of faith and the strongholds that we find that God has for us, It'll also protect us from Satan. And so it would be important to learn how to identify the wrong types of strongholds. Remember, a stronghold, it starts with an idea which grows into a belief that you act upon. Let me give you some strongholds in passing the spirit of fear is a stronghold. A lot of times people will not do what they need to do because they're filled with fear. And anytime they're challenged, they run to that stronghold of fear and say, I can't, I'm afraid. And the Bible is clear to tell us that God has not given us the spirit of fear. So anxiety, fears are demonic strongholds. You say, yeah, but I, I'm afraid and, and it's real. I, I didn't say these strongholds were not real. They are. But we need to be able to identify them and learn how to destroy the wrong kinds of strongholds. So fear or the spirit of fear is a demonic stronghold. Pride is a demonic stronghold. A lot of times people will not do what they know they need to do because they're full of pride. They won't ask for help knowing they need help because they're full of pride. And the devil has them run to that stronghold of pride. And it holds them captive. How about depression? Depression can be a, a demonic stronghold. And, and you say, well, yeah, but I thought depression was part of a chemical imbalance. Many times that it is. But do not forget this. The devil, if God allows him to, is able to affect our health. 
Remember the Apostle Paul? God allowed a messenger of Satan to buffet the Apostle Paul. Remember Job? God allowed the devil to put his hand on Job and to affect his physical well-being. So a lot of times depression, and it's a very real thing, Sometimes it's so real that people have to take medicine. And I do, I, I, I acknowledge that, and there is nothing wrong with that. You, you know this, if your heart can fail, if your kidneys can fail, if your liver can malfunction and you might need to take medicine to correct that, your brain can also malfunction on a chemical level. And sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes the devil is playing with you and you'll get into that depression. Generally what precedes depression is disappointment. You got disappointment, discouragement, despair, depression, despondency. And one of the things I've learned uh, dealing with people that have depression is it is real hard to break in or to get them to come out of that mental stronghold. They become their own worst enemies. Even they will not listen to a counselor, a pastor, the Word of God. And why is they have this demonic stronghold? Now, I didn't say all depression is demonic. But I am saying that depression can be used by the devil, and it is a demonic stronghold. And be careful with it when people want to help you. And boy, I've seen people's lives come unraveled because of depression. And the devil playing with them, and they can't see uh, the light of day. They cannot understand sound, simple reasoning because of depression. There's something to that. Self-pity is a stronghold. Bitterness can be a stronghold. Addictions. Addictions. Have you ever dealt with somebody who has an addiction? And it can be addicted to anything. Here's, here's how you define an addiction. An addiction is a compulsive, repetitive pattern of behavior that leads people into a destructive lifestyle. There's people that are addicted to their smartphone. You ever see that? Next time you go to a restaurant, just sit down and watch people. You'll have husbands and wives and families where the, and nobody is in tune to each other. They're all on a smartphone. They won't talk. They don't communicate. You say, what is that? Well, an addiction is a compulsive, repetitive pattern of behavior that leads people into a destructive lifestyle. You ever try to tell somebody to put their phone down so you can talk to them? They get a little irritated, don't they? They get a little, uh, uh, a little aggravated, don't they? That's an addiction, which is also a stronghold. Sometimes smartphones turn into security blankets. You feel naked without it. We care more about our phone than we do our kid. We care more about our phones than we do our spouse. Where's my phone? Well, where's your spouse? I don't know. I don't care. My phone needs my phone needs charging. How about your spouse? Do they need to eat? I don't know. I don't care. Where's my phone? <laughs> I remember the day working in the field. 
where you didn't get no phone calls. That was before cell phones. Can you imagine that? I'm living in an era where there was a time where there wasn't cell phones. And if you needed to get a hold of me, like if you were a contractor and you wanted me to come and do some stuck on your house, you had to wait till six o'clock that evening when I come in for supper and we had landlines. I don't think some of these kids, they don't even know what a landline is. They seen a phone with a rotary, but they, they don't even know what that is. They don't know how to work one. That'd be a good school project. <laughs> Teach them how, to, how a landline works. <laughs> but now, we won't... <laughs> I won't even come down to the church without my phone. <laughs> well, I just might need to call somebody. What'd you do back in the day? You see, even a, a, a smartphone device can become a demonic stronghold. An addiction is a compulsive. You're compulsive. You can't let it alone. Repetitive pattern of behavior that leads people into a destructive lifestyle. If you and your spouse ever had an argument because one or the other of you was spending too much time on a smartphone, you wouldn't talk to them, and you got aggravated and bombastic about it, I know I'm onto this thing. I know it because the Holy Spirit... You gotta understand, I've spent two weeks with the Holy Spirit. Hey, I know I'm in, I'm in just in the introduction. I know I'm on something. You get all mad, like, oh! I ain't even got the game consoles yet. I was talking with a pastor friend because I needed some advice. <laughs> Yeah, I call other pastors. I know pastors call me and say, hey, what are you doing? I called, I called some pastors. And said, what are you doing about this? I don't know. Big time gamers. I've not even got to drugs yet. Gamers. 30-year-olds. 40-year-olds. Gamers. Big time gamers. It's compulsive, it's repetitive, and it's a behavior that leads to a destructive... I've known people that's divorced their spouse over that because they were abandoned. I know what I'm talking about. It's a stronghold, and the devil's using it to hold you captive. And there's one main thing you need to understand about people that have demonic strongholds or addictions is a lot of times they don't see it. They don't think they got a problem. Like, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. How about lust? How about greed? Oh, yeah, there's people that's addicted to turning a buck. I've known men, businessmen, that sell their own money if they could make a profit on it. I, 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 I know that sounds like a joke. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Greed. Desire for a wrong relationship. That's a demonic stronghold. Men, watch your mental life. Don't allow the devil to implant a thought that is lust-based and then you build a fantasy around something that is inappropriate 
And what will happen, how you think, will create emotions, and those emotions will drive your behavior. And it's wrong. There's a verse that comes to my mind. I don't know if I can put my, my mind on it. I need to touch on it. The Holy Spirit's saying, roll, let's see if I can find it. And uh, it's, uh, it's Job chapter 31, verse 1. Men... And I'm dealing with an addictions, strongholds. Pornography is a monster stronghold today. It's demonic, men. It's demonic. Here's what your Bible says. I made a covenant with mine eyes. Why then should I think upon a maid? Men, you need to make a covenant with your eyes. You and God not to be looking at things you should not be looking at. And you should not be spending time thinking upon a maid, another woman that is not your wife. It's a demonic stronghold, and the devil will ruin you with it. Now let me jump back into a pastor's realm. I heard a very disturbing disturbing statistic i i just uh, went for my doctorates and i'm taking my first doctorate course i have about 10 courses and i will finish complete my doctorate and i am on of course addictions it kind of went with the message but the statistics and you can take it or leave it uh, it might uh the, the person i got it from is a very reliable source he said 78 percent of all evangelical Pastors, pastors are addicted to pornography. Now, I got news for you. That's a bad deal. That's somebody that's supposed to be giving you spiritual guidance, spiritual leadership, and they've got a demonic stronghold in their life. And let me tell you something. According to Peter... While I'm addressing pastors, if I can put my finger on this, I did not plan to say all this, but I think I can pull it together. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. The stronghold of pornography wars against your soul. And according to this Bible, when a man does that, especially a pastor, some of them pastors right now, the Holy Spirit of God, the anointing, will go. And the Holy Spirit of God that's inside of him will be quenched. I'm always on guard against inappropriate things on what I'm watching. I, I just, I'll turn it off. Because I don't ever want my appetite wetted, because I am a man, and I'm not too old yet, for the wrong kinds of things. Why? Is because I'm on guard against allowing the devil a little place to work from. Men make covenants with your eyes. Not to be looking at things you should not be looking at. Because the devil is wanting to destroy you. Now, that's a demonic stronghold. And you need to acknowledge it for what it is. It is wrong. But then it'll lead you into a desire for a wrong relationship. 
It'll destroy you. And that, again, we're talking about a definition of an addiction. Drugs work the same way. You ever try to reason with a drug addict? An alcoholic? It's hard, ain't it? Here's what the Bible says about sin and what it does. Jesus said this in John chapter 8. He says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word. I was teaching this to the young men today. The importance of the word of God is you need the Bible in you because this Bible will protect you from sin. The Lord said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. And here's what they said. They answered him, well, we be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, verily, verily, which means truly, truly, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and sin will blind you from the truth of the Word of God. These Jews were in bondage to sin and did not know it. Demonic strongholds will blind you from the truth of the Word of God. The Bible is clear here in Romans chapter 6. If you're dealing with strongholds, Romans chapter 6 is a chapter completely given to help you how to deal with a stronghold. Here's what verse 16 says. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Demonic strongholds end up being prisons that keep us captive, according to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 25. Now, let me move quickly. I'm going to give you five ways to identify a demonic stronghold in your life. You have a stronghold if your mind keeps focusing on a particular event from the past. You have a demonic stronghold if your mind keeps focusing on a particular event from the past. Anytime that you're not happy about a long ago event, it is a sign of a stronghold. If you keep playing in your mind over and over again, those events and how you could have done something different to bring about a different outcome or how others should have come to you and to your aid or who should have stood up for you and those who didn't stood up for you, you have a stronghold. Irritation, bitterness, and envy are unscriptural attitudes that are the results of demonic strongholds. A lot of times pastors fall prey to this type of a stronghold. Something goes bad in a church, church meeting. We've all heard about church splits, things like that. And sometimes those things, they never go easy. The devil never plays fair. Now your pastor knows what he's talking about in this thing. Therefore, a number of years, I could not get on the lawnmower to mow the grass at the church without rehashing the events of the past. 
and how maybe I could have said something different or should have reacted different. And what was going on is the devil was doing his best to implant a demonic stronghold in me to keep me from being effective for God. We all have to deal with them. Maybe something's happened in your past. It is over. It is done. Sometimes very hurtful things happen. But if you keep focused on that, you keep playing it over and over and over in your head to the point that you become bitter and untrusting, you have a demonic stronghold. Children develop strongholds like this when they get bitter over how they were raised or how they were corrected as a parent, as their parents corrected them. Again, I know what I'm talking about. Every kid I know of thinks they're abused, including PKs. That's preacher's kids, by the way. Here's the danger. Those kids will keep playing that over and over again. They develop daddy issues. And so then they promise themselves, I'm not going to raise my kids like my mom and dad did me. And they go out of their way to overcorrect something. Maybe it was wrong, maybe it wasn't wrong. But it becomes a demonic stronghold and they raise their kids and they're twice as bad as how you turned out. You want to know why? Because you allowed what you thought was done to you and it was an injustice... anybody ever got spanked for something they really didn't deserve or do yeah I, I have it bothered me for years bothered me for years I really really struggled with that and I was about 16 when it happened and I knew it wasn't right And I said I knew it wasn't right, because you know me. (laughs) And I was told, you need to take it like a man, whether it's right or not right. The devil (laughs) built a demonic stronghold in my mind for many years. And took advantage of me because of that. To be honest with you, I'll tell you what wasn't right in that situation was my attitude wasn't right. I talked to my mother in a way that I shouldn't have talked to her. Of course, I said she started it. (laughs) Dad didn't care. (laughs) I don't care. Whether you think it's right or wrong, of course a 16-year-old kid's going to think it's wrong. What kid wants to say, hey, I really deserve this spanking. Go ahead, lay it on me. My point is, if you keep rehashing, I did for many years. I rehashed that, rehashed that, rehashed that, rehashed that. I I rehashed that, rehashed that, rehashed that. Until I learned one day, and I hate to confess this, it was in my 30s, that I learned my dad wasn't perfect, neither was my mom. And that I needed to quit looking at them looking for imperfections, and look and see Christ through them. They did the best they could with what they knew. And I needed to get over it, let it go, and let God have His way. And God didn't do anything with me or for me until I did. That's a demonic stronghold. And even preachers and 
pastor's kids can get them. If you're rehashing something that's happened in the past, that's why I'm real careful about talking about what's happened in the past year. It's over. It's done. God got the victory. We bury it, bury it deep. It's done. We're going to grow. We're going to double. I wanted us to double in, 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 in this year, but let's not let a demonic stronghold ruin us for the cause of Christ. And we, have, we do well with that. Number two. You have a stronghold if you're committed to a course of action that is contrary to Scripture. Dating and marrying a lost person. I was talking with the teens about this this morning because I was telling the importance of the Word of God and how the Bible can help them make better decisions. As a young person, you should never consider, if you're saved, an unsaved person for a spouse. Shouldn't even date them. There's, it's like oil and water. You're straight up going to have problems. The Bible's telling you you're going to have problems. But there are people that are committed to a course of action that is contrary to Scriptures, and I'm telling you that's a demonic stronghold. And it'll destroy you. I've heard this in my life. Well, I'll be a witness to them. I'll change them. They're really a good person. How come that's not the tune those people sing five years after the fact? See, I've been around long enough, I, I, I'm, I get involved at that time. Because somebody was committed to a course of action that was contrary to Scripture. It's a demonic stronghold. That's how you can identify one. I get this, church is not important. You've heard it. Church full of hypocrites. Man started it to get money. I don't need church. I love Jesus, but I hate church. My church, I was listening to a song this week, and I thought it was going to be a good song because it said my church. And I really thought it was going to be a good song. It was by a, a group I kind of like watching. I think it was Home Free or something like that, acapella group. I'm like, okay, they're all standing around. It's my church. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be a nice little song about church. No. It was about him driving down the road in a convertible on a Sunday. That was his church. Say, so what is that? That's a demonic stronghold. He's, going to, he's committed to a course of action that is contrary to Scripture. And the devil's having a heyday. You have a stronghold if you focus on the actions of others to defend your behavior. You ever do that? You get pulled over for a speeding ticket? You're running in a big group? Well, they were speeding. Tried that once. Officer says, yeah, but I caught you. <laughs> I'll get them tomorrow. <laughs> Been watching you all for about a week. Come down through same road, same time every week. Running 80 and a 65. He was nice enough to write me for a 69, you know. So it didn't put points. It was a great deal. But I wanted to justify my actions according to other people's behavior. Kids do that all the time. Oh, my friends get to do it. 
Well, I care more about you than their parents do them. You're not doing it. You can't handle it. I get that. I'm getting that a little bit out of the kids, some of the kids in the choir, youth choir. I want our youth choir to look like Christians. I don't want them parading around looking like the world. I don't want the world in the church. The world's welcome to visit the church, to come in to hear the gospel and get saved, but I don't want the worldliness in the church, in the leadership. I don't care how it comes and sits down in the pew. We're going to tell it about Jesus. But when we look around at each other and says, well, so-and-so's doing it and everybody else is doing it and my girlfriends at school are doing it, I don't care. You've got a demonic stronghold. If you let it, it'll destroy you. How about this? Now I've dealt with this. I know I drug... And you can insert the addiction of your, your choice. I know I'm a gamer. I know I drink. Uh, I, I know I do this. But I don't get drunk or I don't get so far out of my mind I don't know what I'm doing. We can put food in there. A Chinese buffet. I got to stay away from them places. <laughs> there ain't no kind of drunk like a food drunk. Yeah. I'm telling you, food takes me to a happy place. It can be a demonic stronghold. There's been more than one preacher eat himself to death or kill himself with a fork. There's a problem. Well, you know, the fat is the Lord's. Oh, yeah. I know all the verses. I am who I am, but by the grace of God, God must love me. I've done everything I could at a Chinese buffet to try to lose weight argue with myself every day. I know I'm fat, but I ain't as fat as... <laughs> hey, I drink or I drug, I game, but I'm not mean when I do it. I've heard drunks say, I'm not a mean drunk, so I'm okay. You're justifying it. I game, I, I drink, I overeat, I drug, but I don't beat my wife when I do it. You know, there's guys that come, they get really upset when you interrupt their game. They come unglued. Well, I hope not. You can always hit the pause button. But you'll hear that type of language when someone's running to a demonic stronghold to justify what they're doing. I drug, I drink, I overeat. <laughs> but I don't cheat on my wife. You can put the addiction of your choice, pornography, drugs, anything, but I don't cheat on my wife. I mean, come on. I'm not like these other guys. I do this, but it doesn't hurt nobody but me. I'm the only guy staying up 24 hours a day playing this game i don't get the rest i need my body's really starting to it's affecting me but it's okay it only hurts me I'm not hurting nobody else don't let the devil play that game with you that's a demonic stronghold the devil's playing with you you're defensive 
when biblically confronted by spiritual leaders. You know, one of the things, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is discernment. Sometimes a pastor can discern things in people's lives. He can see it, see the pattern. And your pastor might confront you spiritually and say, Hey, I think you're heading down a wrong path here. Do you get defensive about that? Who's he think he is? He's just a preacher. Huh? That's a demonic stronghold. I've had people that had ministries in the church. And, and, and one of the things I, I find out real quick, if I begin to have a problem out with someone with a ministry, is I want to hear how they think about that church ministry. And every time that I've had to deal with a person who had a problem in a ministry, they were viewing it as, that's my ministry. Guess what? It ain't. It's God's ministry. It's this church's ministry. And you've been put in a position of privilege to be over it for a while. Being you've been appointed to it, you can be unappointed. But sometimes the devil puts a demonic stronghold in our mind and says, Oh no, this is mine. That's part of the problem. It's God's. It's God's. You have a stronghold if your mind holds any unscriptural ideal. Drinking's okay. Jesus turned the water into wine. I've heard that a hundred times. It's okay. That's a demonic stronghold. You're holding an unscriptural position. You're believing something that's not based out of the Word of God. So that means it's demonic. I don't believe in tithing. Whew, I've had to deal with that a lot. In years gone by, it's not so much down here. I'm, I'm learning there's different locations in this country that deal with different issues. There's nothing wrong with dancing. David danced. You ever heard that one? You really want to get into that? Because <laughs> David wasn't dancing like what you're thinking. It ain't on what you're seeing on Soul Train. That was the big show when I was a cow. I don't know if that's even still on or not. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Am I dating myself? <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you who used to watch that when I was a kid. <laughs> tell on my mom <laughs> that man that's a long time ago i've been five six something like that he didn't watch it long <laughs> because once the brother sister come along dad put put the tv out of the house i asked him about that one day dad said well that's because i know where the off button is but you don't that's why I'd rather you be old enough where you can make that decision. If something comes on there that's not right, you know how to turn it off. There's better things to do in life than just sit in front of that thing. Yeah. Demonic strongholds are dangerous. It's a place that the devil can use to devour us. The Bible commands us not to give place to the devil in our lives. A stronghold is not only for defense, it's also a place to launch an attack. 
And the devil will use those strongholds to launch a counterattack against the work of God. Jesus said this in John 10, 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Satan wants to steal your joy. He wants to kill you. And he wants to destroy anything good in your life. I got a question for married folks in closing. I was thinking about this yesterday, day before actually. If you've been married five, six, seven years or longer, there should be growth in your marriage. Ask yourself this question. Am I closer to my spouse today than I was three years ago or four years ago? Don't lie to yourself. Do I love them more than I did three years ago or last year? Do I spend more time? Do we have less disagreements? Are we weaving ourselves together and become as one? Or are you still not on the same page? You might have a demonic stronghold that's keeping your marriage apart. you've been married five to ten years you should be closer now than any time in your life than you were when you first got married somewhere in there the lust side of things wears off for women it happens quicker than the men the women it happens the first time they do the laundry honeymoon's over <laughs> this is the animal my mom warned me about <laughs> For men, everything's great <laughs> until after about the first or second child. Women grow brains after the first child. You're not going to get away with the nonsense you got away with before children come in. Come in. They, 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 the whole brain function totally changes. And you have a she-bear on your hands. You're going to have to learn how to, like the Bible says, deal with them according to knowledge. Which how I advise my men is you just say yes. <laughs> As I've found out, they're 90% right. 90% <laughs> of all the time. My question, though, is, are you closer now than you were last year, the year before last? Can you, do you, could you see yourself living without them? Do you see yourself thinking about living without them? That's a demonic stronghold. It's not how it was meant to be. What I'm saying is you've got a stronghold and you need to be able to acknowledge that thing and see it for what it is because that's not how God intended it to be. I'm closer to my wife today than I was 30 years ago. Okay? We're totally bonded. I can't imagine life without her. I can't. It's not because she cooks good food. There's a lot more to it than that. It's the companionship, the friendship, the, the advice. But there are some people, they're not, 
They're not closer now than they were two years ago or three years ago. Don't let a demonic stronghold destroy your life because that's what the devil wants to do. He's a thief. He'll take your joy. You won't, you're not happy no more. He's going to kill anything that you, that you think is precious in your life and then he'll destroy any of your good relationships. That's what the devil is trying to do with a demonic stronghold. Let's all stand.